check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama gon' brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't never seen a gorilla in the mist walk the line so fine with a blindfold. Keep in mind though, hot dad riding in on a rhino. Got the roll on the rap with the dad vibes. Now everybody bounce with the franchise. Come on. Can't live with him. Can't live without him. In Houston, Texas, it's the 386th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Hector. This is Arnold. No. Hey, no. Fuck no. no. Chris. No. Hector. Abel. Abel. Yeah. That's right. Hector, what's up, man? What's it's up? been a minute. How you yes, been? It has. You're, you're, you're with us. Yeah. Looky there. Came back from the Japan of the United States. The Japan of the United States? No, I'm just playing Tennessee. Ah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, there is no one in the United States that's, like, respected and clean, and you don't belong there like Japan. Yeah. Opposite. <laughs> Opposite, yeah. Just wait until I'm back. It, oh! Ah, there you go. Like it's not Japan; it's pronounced Jersey. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's, it's not pronounced Joyzy. Like oi, oi vey. Jojo, what's up? Thank you for joining us in the live chat, sir. Oh, I know why Jojo's in the chat <laughs> oh, tonight. I, I know why he is. Too. Oh, yeah. He's already said why he's in the chat. Yeah, we're talking about Becky, right? Oh, yes, that's exactly what he wants to <laughs> talk about. Uh, if you are uh, watching us live and you are not in the live chat, like Jojo, hey. Just log into your YouTube account, Google account, whatever. That way you could chat along with us in the live chat. You can say hi, uh, fact check us, ask questions, talk shit, whatever. I'll see it here and I'll try to involve you as best as I can in the show. If you are not watching us live, that's okay. You can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. And sometimes we do stuff on Twitter. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. At H Wrestling Radio. <laughs> yeah, let the bird go and never came back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you came back. It took a lot for him to come back. Know, right? If it was just Brock, nah, yeah. he'd be at, he'd still be in Tennessee. Yeah, if it was Becky, yeah. nah, he'd be yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah. Nah, I got I saw the Amtrak receipts. He made sure to come when we when we told him we we're going to talk about what's his face. Wait, you were the one on that bus on that train? <laughs> no, I didn't know you had blonde hair. <laughs> hey. Since he's being too obvious with his, uh, I mean, it wasn't with, his li- with his livery. I'm gonna ask you, what's the first word that pops in your head? It's real. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I was expecting MJF to just come. yeah, oh. Oh. yeah, yeah. I was expecting that, but when I actually saw him walk, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> he's back. He's that. That was it." I was just enjoying the crowd, you know, gushing. Yeah. And we were, what, three days before that? Yeah. 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 I was amazed, man. I was was really amazed. I mean, if you go back and watch our episode from Thursday, our whole discussion was how bad is it going to be for AEW when Punk doesn't show up? (laughs) Right? Was it too much of a red herring? 
Yeah, I mean, like, I I think we didn't allow ourselves to get lost in that moment of what if he really does? And he probably is. I think we're so jaded of fans that we've been we're that scalded dog that has been beat too many times where we expect to be beat. Right. Um, And and it's like something nice actually happened. It's like, all right, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Something nice happened. This this can't be real. This can't be right. It's got to be MJF or, you know, something. They're trolling us. And it's like. Holy fuck, it's real. It's real. It's really him. And he's really out there and he's saying, I'm back. And oh my God, like it was astonishing, amazing. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Even though we knew it was happening before it happened. I I was I was aghast. You must have read the dictionary this morning. I did. I had a, I had a thesaurus shoved up my ass today. It's pronounced Thesaurus. Yes. It's called it's called a bum. The, I'm not gonna go that far. Rectum. I'm gonna I'm gonna dumb it down for some of our people. It's <clears throat> a uh, suppository. <laughs> Bliss. <laughs> like it just. You could have had a bad day. You could have had a long day. You could have had a shit week. You could have had a shit year. You could have just been down in the dumps with professional wrestling, and you just see Punk right there come on the screen to the ovation that he got, and it was bliss like everything that you thought was broken about your perception or your feelings for professional wrestling were just shifting itself back to completion yeah it just and the the next thought was okay now what yeah (laughs) you got him there now what are you gonna do with him yeah and that's when he calls out fucking darby it's like i'm gonna have a match wait wait pump the brakes what's next that's what's next no no Punk's first words. Do you oh. remember Punk's first words? Yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about, you know how to make a guy feel like uh, Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. Already, you know what, yeah. You already know why he's there. Mm-hmm. In that one promo, he put over Britt and he put over Darby. Yeah. Which is what a guy, his his caliber at his stage in his career, even though he's got a seven-year gap in his resume, is what you would bring him in for. Um fuck how big of a gap on his resume did hbk have before hbk came back you remember he was out for that long time with the back and we thought we were never going to see him again was it 96 through 02 no 98 he wrestled in uh steve austin 98 wrestlemania uh, 14 he came back 2002 for wrestlemania 19 Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, look how well his uh career went post Come back. No, even before that. Was it? 2002. SummerSlam. Yeah? Against Triple H. Oh, that's right. It is 2002. Well, okay, so he was gone for what? Six years? Four, I can't math. Four. Four? Four years? <laughs> Four. The banker over here. <laughs> Four. Four years. And, I mean, he still had a pretty damn good career. So who's to say Punk can't have a, a good career after having a, a seven-year hiatus? You know? I mean, that's a long hiatus. Longer than HBK's, but still, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ready to just relegate him to uh, to enhancement talent just yet. Maybe g- g- give him a little bit more time to reestablish himself and let him be a top dog, and then uh, use him to put over all the young kids, all the young boys. I'd say on the level of one, on a scale of one to ten, ten being heavy, one being light. How hard do you think he bashed WWE in his promo? Oh. Three, four, 
Yeah, he didn't bash WWE all that much. Uh, I mean, he did mention, oh, the place that got me sick. But that wasn't bashing. That was just telling it like it is. The, he couldn't. He, you can't heal in an environment with that that's actually making you sick, man. If this place was filled with fucking toxic gas and shit, you, you, you're going to be sick until you fucking leave. So it's not bashing. It's not talking shit. He's like, I had to leave. It wasn't? I don't think he was talking shit. I think he was just telling the truth about who he was and why he's back and why he's back in professional wrestling. I don't think it was bashing. I think I have it a, a little bit of a five. Okay. Just for the fact that he didn't even acknowledge them. Of saying, I left professional wrestling the day I left ROH. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he, even though he's using Cult of Personality, which is the song he got and is recognized for for WWE, mm-hmm. he literally told him, "Yeah, I became a sports entertainer when I left when ROH. Exactly. Now I'm coming back to pro wrestling." So he didn't even acknowledge that. Of, you know what? I wasn't a pro wrestler. I was something else. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna see what I was before. Jojo in the live chat says three. The reason I ask, yeah, I'm sure somebody you? put it. Uh, I'm at a fucking two. Okay. The reason I ask is that we we shared the in our messenger Booker T's reaction to CM Punk. Oh promo. God. Yeah, and I just for know. for Jim Cornette to praise that promo. Yeah. And him and he's a AEW shit talker. He's a critic. Right. He's yeah. a huge yeah. critic. And for Where, him to say yeah. there's no. There's no other way you could put the promo. He had an idea, and it was better done by CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh. And Jim Cornette's had more... Well, he's had more experience behind the scenes and the history of wrestling more yeah. than Booker T. So I'm like, oh. He's he's hated enough AEW that he could praise something when it's good. Booker T, you know who butters his bread. Yeah. So he's, of course, is going to talk about... Yep. Yeah, praising it the way he did. Yeah, I just think Booker was 100% off the mark on this one. Just, yeah, I mean, Punk wasn't talking shit about WWE. I mean, he had in the past, and he built off of the fact that everybody knows. Everybody listened to that fucking podcast with Cole Cabana when, it, when all this was first going oh. down, when he no-showed Royal Rumble. Everybody fucking listened to it. We know about the fucking MRSA and the, the Z-Packs and the Vomiting. Doctor. We know about it. We know the fucking story. So he didn't have to rehash the story and do basically sour grapes. This was a celebration of him coming back. This wasn't a, hey, let's bash the reason What everyone on. else does when they leave WWE. Yeah, I don't... I mean, don't, he did in the past, but he did it that night. Yeah. It's funny. You don't even have to be a wrestling fan to know how bad CM Punk was treated. We talked about the Vince McMahon episode of Last Week Tonight. And they showed the picture of Punk's face when he shat during SmackDown in an actual match. Yeah. Like, not oh. just wrestling fans know what kind of shit he went through in his last days of WWE. Casual people also know that WWE's a pretty sick machine, you know, in a certain yeah. way. Um, Punk versus Darby, is that the right call? Darby teased it when they announced that they were going to do this last dance, at, first dance at United Center. Yeah. But would you have put Darby as number one for Punk? Uh, Regardless of Punk's promo last night, if you saw Punk's promo last night. I did see Punk's promo last night. And now that I'm past the euphoria of, oh shit, he's back. And I'm past the euphoria of, oh shit, not only is he back, but he's going to wrestle. And oh shit, he's going to wrestle Darby. The reality now. The reality is... 
oh, shit, who do I want to win this match? You know, because, like, I, I don't want Punk to lose. I don't want Darby to lose either because it's like, who do you have losing this match? Right? Like, Punk comes back, seven-year hiatus. He has the, the blemishes on his record from the UFC shit and the MMA shit. So, obviously, coming back to wrestling, he has to kind of win. But at the expense of Darby, he just cut all this promo about, I came here to fucking fight the young kids. And it's like, all right, you're going to kill one of the young kids right from the get-go. Man, I don't know. This is a really good opportunity to put, to put over one of the hottest rising stars that you have. But then you're bringing the guy back, the hottest free agent ever, and you're going to have him lose? So it's like, dude, you're really in a pickle as to who will win this. And on paper, the match looks fucking amazing. I want to see that match. And it's just a regular one-on-one, nothing yeah, no necessary. I, I want to see the match. I think it's going to be good, bell to bell. I'm already at a fucking 11 for this match, right? <laughs> yeah, already. But fuck, I don't know who I want to win. I really have no idea. Like, like, I want, I want both of them to win. I want both of them to win this match, and I don't know how that'll happen. It's not. I know. Um, <laughs> those who do not learn from the mistakes of the past are doomed to repeat them. And this has happened in pro wrestling before, and it kind of. I don't want to say it started the downturn, but. You could see it flatlining a little bit before he figured out where to go. And that is when Kurt Angle debuted in TNA. And you had the chance to really solidify Samoa Joe and the TNA roster in general as, holy fuck, I bit off more than I could chew. Did we get that? No. Kurt Angle beat the shit out of Joe like three matches in a row? In the first match. The first and yeah. the second and the third, right? No, it wasn't until I think like Joe beat, him, Joe beat him in the second match, and then they Is had the rubber, oh, okay. the rubber match, and then it was years later when Angle was heavyweight champion that he dropped it to Joe in that MMA lockdown cage okay. fight kind of thing. Um, sometimes Easy's right, and man, if you're gone for seven years. Darby with a roll-up, a, f- a speedy roll-up as fast as that motherfucker is, and you can easily put over Darby and say, like, damn, I wasn't pre- – I, I, this is what I wanted, but I didn't realize it was going to be like this. I need to change. I need to step my game up. I need to do something different. I need to bring something to the table that nobody's expecting. You know, I would, I would agree with you if it wasn't for the fact that Punk has those, those embarrassments – of his losses in in MMA in UFC, if that because I I think if he was just gone for seven years and he came back and lost to Darby due to ring rust, cool. That's a story you could go with. But I think that there's going to be more casual people that are going to look at this and be like, oh yeah, the guy that couldn't cut it in UFC is now back in WWE where he's supposed, to, and then he loses. Ah, this jerk off. And any casual fans that you brought in through the hype. Are going to automatically be checked out. I'm not sure if you're bringing CM CM Punk back for the casual fans. Mm -hmm. I mean, that might be a good point, but you're always trying Um, to grow your audience, man. Now, if it was now, if CM Punk's in the ring and AEW decides, man, you know what? Let's try that again. Let's sign Mickey Gall, the first kid that beat him when he Punk went to uh, MMA. Then you can do that in the storyline, and it would be understandable if casuals would be like, this mofo that lost to that guy for real, now they're fighting for fake. Nah, I don't want to waste my time. Or maybe I am invested because maybe I want to see how Punk can beat the guy that, knocked, that, that tapped him out in an actual wrestling ring as opposed to a cage. 
but I don't think they're that. I don't think that the the punk stuff's gonna be for casuals. Okay, I don't. So if it's not for casuals, for hardcore fans, again, who do you want to win? I got Darby. Okay, I, I've got Darby by 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 Flash. I'm not I'm not expecting Same him thing. to hit his finisher. I'm expecting yeah. like Punk go to GTS. Darby counters with a quick roll up, and then and and there you go. Keep how, it going. How about this, JoJo in the live chat? Time limit. What if they go to the time limit draw? They haven't yeah. busted that out in a while since he did that to Cody. Uh, Jungle Boy and Jericho. Oh, yeah. yeah, but Darby but that was, ten, Dar- that was Darby just ten minute exhibition. Darby yeah. also did it to yeah. Cody. Darby did yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm down, I'm that, down for that. That could work. And it ain't time the first draw. time. It ain't the first time that Punk that Punk has done that before. If I remember right, he did that with Samoa Joe back in the. The three yeah. matches. Yeah, the first two were draws, and then and, the last one. And if it's yeah. a time limit, since they're not like pushing that, and they haven't been pushing it, because I remember they said TV time remaining. It'll catch other, people off guard. It will catch people off guard. Yeah. And if it's like thirty minutes, right? I know that's a lot, but that's enough to where like you could have booked it like. We weren't thinking this. All matches have a 30-minute time limit, but usually matches go fifteen. Not titles go twenty. You know, yeah. We put a thirty-minute on there, not thinking. Oh, it'll go to a draw, and then it fucking goes to a draw. Near fall, near fall, near fall. Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, 30 minutes. Holy fuck. Then respect. Yeah. I mean, that could work. Because even at that, I see that the the clash of styles because CM Punk is not known as a high flyer. He's right. more of a ground and pound technical mm-hmm. wrestler. And you have Darby that bounces off of everything. Yeah. So in a way, you could put him over of teaching him of, yeah, this whole flippy dippy shit might not work with me. Yeah. But with a flash, you still got me. You can kind of do the same thing that you did at um, at Fighter Fest with, with, but with the roles reversed. You could have Punk and Darby go the twenty or thirty and do the draw, and just as Punk's about to do the respect, you get Daniel Garcia come out because him and Darby got something going on, yeah. mm-hmm. which leads you to believe that Darby, instead of waiting for the rematch for Punk and Darby, the five more minutes. You get distracted by, oh, Dar- uh, Darby and Garcia might have something, so they can do that while Punk goes to the next guy, and you can come back around later. Maybe if Darby's got the TNT title or if he's – or if they're doing the rankings. And that's the other thing I like, that they're they're taking the rankings seriously. He didn't just show up and, sh- and, and stood in front of him and was like – Zero, zero. Yeah, yeah he's zero, zero. Mm-hmm. For seven years, zero, zero. <laughs> in wrestling. In wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> yeah, JoJo also says 2.0 jumps in DQ. I don't think I'd want to see a DQ no, finish with DQ this. Either. No. Yeah. So we move on from Friday. Yeah. How does WWE try to top this? Well, they have SummerSlam. I don't know how much of a knee-jerk reaction some of the stuff that happened on SummerSlam was. Because, I mean, this is... SummerSlam. This isn't fucking No Way Out or a random Raw or SmackDown, right? Where they have a little bit more, you know, flexibility to just kind of make shit up on the fly. But again, Vince is the Mad King, so who knows what the fuck they had planned or didn't have planned. All I know is that you gotta make contracts and concessions for fucking Brock Lesnar to fucking come out, right? Brock Lesnar isn't going to just show up on a phone call. Hey, brother, CM Punk just show, showed up. I need a favor. You know, 
maybe Becky, but then Becky again's been trying to come back after having uh, the kid. So I don't think that should be that much of a surprise, you know. So was it all this shit planned anyways? Maybe was it knee jerk? I don't know, but I mean it was cool, but it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't without its flaws, right? The best comeback I've seen in the last several years was the comeback we saw last. Uh, well, on Rampage, I was gonna say Dynamite. Rampage. These two comebacks, they were like, oh, that's cool. Both of them together doesn't add up to what we saw with Punk. True. Which one do you want to hit on first? Becky or Brock? I have to go with Becky. Okay. Spill it. What'd you think? Honestly, it could have been done better. If the rumor mill is right, the way they're bringing her as a heel, I didn't honestly avoid the handshake. Just go in, knock her out, or present yourself as part of the authority or something. Here, papers, official match, catch Bianca off guard, knock her out. Pin her one, two, three. Just go walk off with the belt. Yeah, I think I would have liked that better than what they did with her grandstanding to the fans, taking out the heel Carmella. Give me a minute going out there beating up Carmella more. Bianca being all happy about it. Then, hey, you want a match? Cool. And like, nah, if she was going to be a heel, which the end result I think was very heelish, right? If she was going to be a heel... Come out, boom, boom, Carmella. Go out there, boom, boom. Uh, uh, what's her name? And then what's her name? Bianca. And then, <laughs> and then, like, say, oh, by the way, this is official. And then the match start. And then, boom, that's it. The way it worked, it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. It was like, oh, what? Oh shit, she's back. Oh, okay, cool. This is gonna be an epic ass match. We were gonna have an epic ass match with her and uh, awesome. Sasha. Cool, let's have an epic-ass epic match with her and Becky. But no, it's just a... What, what do they call it? The the manhandler slam or yeah, some shit like that? Slam. Yeah, and then and boom, one, two, three. And, I, and, you know, I had to turn to you, Chris, and ask. And you couldn't you couldn't give me the answer. So, Hector, I'm going to ask you. What is Becky's finisher? Was it that? The manhandle slam? It wasn't was it the Bex Boater. Yeah, the disarmer. The submission. Oh. Yeah. So we never seen her with the with the impact move no. finisher mm-hmm. before, right? No. Nope. Okay. That's so this kinda, is something new. It surprised me too yeah. when she did that. I was like, wait, for even McAfee calling it calling it a rock bottom, and which then, it would have made more sense yeah. because she was actually in the ring with the Rock on mm-hmm. SmackDown. So if they pass the torch to the youngin, sure, I'd accept it. I mean, if I want to be a stubborn Hispanic, I could have left everything alone with one singular exception and the taste wouldn't have been in everyone's mouth the way it is now mm. is having Bianca kick out right after three. Oh, I was my uh, hubris. Oh, I wanted to fight somebody. Oh, I thought I could handle Becky. I guess I couldn't handle Becky. I'll, I'll be ready next time. There's a difference between getting over on a loss and getting squashed. Yeah. Poor Bianca got fucking squashed. She did. And the ultimate payoff was if Becky's return was so important, why have it overshadowed by Brock? Yeah. You know, if Becky was going to be there, that's your co-main event. You have Reigns and Cena, and right beneath it, no one's going to see Becky coming. Mm-hmm. Literally, because they didn't even acknowledge that Sasha wasn't there until it was ring time. And the ref was, and, and ring announcer uh, was supposed to announce her. And that's when they were like, she ain't here. Womp womp. 
and they didn't even they didn't even they didn't even acknowledge it. They just moved right back along right along to Carmel, and the show must go on, and it went. But man, so, I, yeah, poor Bianca. I, I, I felt wa- bad. I want to draw a parallel here, so going back to the Punk versus Darby stuff. Uh, this is exactly what I don't want to see from Punk and Darby. I don't want to see. GPS, 30 seconds. Yeah, babyface punk, go out there, shake hands, respect. Okay, cool, we're going to get this badass match. And then, yeah, GTS, one, two, three, that's it. Job out, job out, fucking Darby. Because that the same feeling I have now is what I'm going to feel if that's what happens. And that feeling is, yeah, Becky's fucking back. Dude, what the fuck are you doing with Bianca? I still like her too. Do something to where it, it you still show... Becky, or excuse me, Bianca as a threat, as somebody that's credible, as somebody that's competent, somebody that should have been your champion. You know, I'm from Houston, man. And I You're have, all about cheat to win. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm all about I'm all about this. 94, 95. The Rockets were the best goddamn team in the NBA. <clears throat> but <throat> everywhere else. <laughs> Everywhere else in the country says the only reason why the Rockets went back to back is because MJ wasn't playing. Nah, fuck that. The Rockets were that damn good. They were. It was just coincidence that you, they, didn't, we, they didn't play MJ. We could play right? that this year. Milwaukee Bucks are the champs. Doesn't matter that LeBron wasn't in the playoffs or everybody else died of this dysentery because of fucking COVID and the goddamn they were dropping like flies. That's that's the way the game works. And th- yeah. and this is where I'm feeling that too. Because I feel like if you're if you're gonna job out Darby, which I don't think you are, and if you do job out Bianca like you did, it's showing that oh well, they were weak champions because the real best in the world wasn't here, and that's bullshit. The Rockets were that good, Darby is that good, and Bianca is that good. Don't fucking job these two out. Don't do that to Darby. If you do that to Darby, I'm going to be pissed. And you already done did it to Bianca. And guess what? I'm pissed. Uh, there's a, And that's the other part of why I feel like something had to have been a knee-jerk reaction to what happened on Friday. You have potentially the opportunity to replicate that. Brock comes and goes. We're used to seeing Brock. We're used yeah. to Brock leaving when he when he's when he's been paid enough and wants to go home and play with cows and cut fucking butcher shit. <laughs> Becky had to leave. Yeah, Becky was in in effect at the time, at her po- most popular, she was taken from us. Yeah, so you had the you had the perfect opportunity to bring her back. You could have had Becky put down her kid and pick up her shirt. Backstage promo or pro- promo from home. Some kind of, oh, Becky, the man, the man's back in town and play the fucking Thin Lizzy track. Mm-hmm. You know, build up to her coming back. I could, I could kind of see why we went with SmackDown, but I'll follow that up in a little bit. And then build up a number. You already sold out fucking Vegas. You didn't need to do the surprise, regardless of how long it was. You could have built up Hell in a Cell or whatever. Fuck it. Devil's Advocate, you could have fucking built up Saudi. With Becky's return against fucking Bianca co-main eventing, regardless if they don't like fucking women. You could have done something. For them to just throw this like that, the way we got it, knowing that, oh, what if this is the surprise of another year, surprise or whatever. And then you still have Brock after that. Kind of watered it down Mm. for me. And that doesn't even start breaking the nuts of, 
why is she on a SmackDown, going for the SmackDown belt when she relinquished the Raw title before she left? That's you a good know? point. The only rebuttal to that, in my opinion, is I don't want to see fucking Becky and Charlotte for the next, like, 30 years. And I'm sure Arnold will agree with me on that. Yeah. that's That's been done to fucking death. Yeah. So I was and I think at the time, Raw was a little bit more prestigious because they did the old switcheroo because of them going to Fox and all that stuff. So now the A-show is SmackDown. So yeah. I think that's why they wanted to put the man on the A-show. And she could be with her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Uh, so I, that part doesn't bother me as much as... And I, I don't want to use this word because I'm just like some sort of dumbass smart mark and smart marks get made fun of this. But I don't want to be the guy that just says that, oh, somebody got buried. But I think that somebody got buried and that's Bianca. And man, I don't think I have enough melanin to say this, but... <laughs> cry long. <laughs> but... It, the optics aren't good, especially considering what you did to Kofi and Brock, right? I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna play that card. That oh, WWE is being racist. I don't 100% believe that, but the optics don't look good, and you leave that door open for people that will say that to say that. And I've seen people say that. It's like oh. You, fight, you give you give the African-American community a step forward, two steps forward, but then they're going to take a step back. You give Kofi, Kofi Mania. You give Sasha and, and uh, Bianca the main event of WrestleMania. And then by SummerSlam, all right, you give Ron Simmons the belt, but then it's another, what, 10 years until any African-American comes along and you actually give them something worth a damn? Headline, black woman champ stopped by a Becky. Yeah. <laughs> The optics don't look good. I get it. Becky's returning and she's a big baby face. But damn, you're trying to build something here with Bianca and you cut it short. But then also the way it makes you look, uh, you're a little tone deaf with that, man. You're a little tone deaf. Do you think the commentary played up the fact that Becky's a heel? No. No. They were more more hyped up that she was there. Yeah. So she still retained that uh, face. That face. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing when I read the rumor that it was going to be Becky as a heel. From experience, you know, I'm in the Astrodome, 67,925, watching Steve Austin and Vince McMahon take the belt from The Rock. I did not think at all that Steve Austin was turning heel. I was thinking Vince McMahon's turning face. (laughs) He's helping the guy that I want to win from the guy wrestling right here in Houston, Texas. It wasn't until... his home state. I was off the next day, so I watched the, the pay-per-view at my friend's house, and I had the commentary for context. He and- sold his soul to the devil himself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. None of that commentary to back up whatever, whatever plan or idea they have of Becky becoming a heel. None. So already, as far as optics goes... I'm, I'm, it's easy to say that WWE could be racist, but I think right now it's just the McMahon's only booking for McMahon. He's not booking for what crowds want. Otherwise, Cesaro yeah. would be main, would be on this card, was he? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, not no. Gamora would be on this card for a match, was he? No. Did he wrestle? No. There you go. <laughs> it's all about the money now. Yeah, and that's and that's. 
part one of the three dominoes that kept me from enjoying the rest of the show. Domino one, Bianca getting murdered. Ben Crump's going to probably show up on SmackDown this Friday to defend Bianca after all this. Then domino number two, them announcing that they're going back to Saudi for Crown Jewel. Then domino number three, Charlotte winning the belt. So this is, this is less Vince is racist and more Vince is panic booking established people over people to see if they're getting over because I don't know why. But it just feels like Nick, Bianca, four months, WrestleMania main event. She lost the belt. Poor little, we can't, can't be racist all the time. Fucking white girl Nikki had it for four weeks. Four weeks. And she lost it to Charlotte. She, uh, did she even beat Rhea Ripley on Raw? Did she even beat Charlotte on Raw? Did yeah. they? Did, did, like, so, some, she won. There a was a tag of, match on oh, last Monday yeah, that yeah, happened, so but she, had, yeah. she hadn't won shit on Raw since she won the title. And then she lost the title. So it's not WWE's racist. This Vince doesn't know what the fuck he's doing most of the time. And again, if you want to actually go back to something that I did like about SummerSlam, the, the, the argument against Vince's racist is. Bobby Lashley. Lashley actually beat fucking Goldberg. Did he? Well, I mean. No pinfall? No submission? He's still the champ. He still got the gold. Yeah, but it's not a clean win. I know. Do you really want to see it again? No. No. In 120 degree heat in Saudi, you saw how Goldberg how Goldberg's motor ran when he wrestled in he Saudi last time. He killed the Undertaker. Yeah. The yeah. dead man. To a real dead man. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Lashley still left with his belt intact, so I mean, that's more than what Bianca had. Yeah. Brock. How did the handling of Brock go? How it was handled? I think it was handled good enough you know uh brock coming out there was a big surprise you know uh i was kind of surprised to see how cena was beat up pretty much from this match like i i don't know i kind of expected cena to win uh but i also wasn't really sure but i it felt like roman really did more to cena than what i expected right so i was like all right well this is a surprising match and then brock comes out and i'm like oh Jesus Christ. Okay, well, whatever. It's fine. It's Brock Lesnar. He comes and goes as he pleases. And uh, is he actually going to get physical? And he did not actually get physical, which was a little surprising. But I'm like, eh, it's Brock. He'll do whatever he wants to do whenever he wants to do it. So I'm not like, oh, my God, it's the return of the year. It's like, oh, he's coming back for his his brief stint. Great. Blood Um, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I I mean, I care, but I don't care. But then the one thing that I realized almost as an afterthought, which actually has me a little intrigued, is wait a second. This is Heyman's old boo going up Heyman's new boo. Oh, that can make for some interesting promos, right? Uh, But that's that's the only little tickle on my pickle for that right now. How was it handled? Fine. Nowhere near the the return for for uh, Punk. Nowhere near as the return for uh, even Becky. I think Becky's return was a, a little bit more surprising and a little bit more like awe inspiring up until the end where the match happened and it was just a squash. But like Brock, uh, Brock is not a surprise. Fucking Brock is ever a surprise to come back for me. Like I expect him to be back every like six months. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, he he's gonna show up. It, you know, 
That's, WWE is Brock's timeshare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Like, if I forgot about Brock, that's when he's coming back. Yeah. Whatever happened to... Ah, uh, there he goes. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> For me, it's... Honestly, it was Vin... I felt like that was Vince's panic button. Okay. Along with Becky of... Wait, one guy did all of that? Let me throw two. One that nobody knows about, which is Becky, and the other one... People might already be thinking about it. Why Heyman's on the middle of the ring right now? Right there. Great plug. Mm-hmm. Now let's see what the fans think. Because whatever they think, I'm going the opposite way in Saudi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going the opposite way. I was I was I was on there with you for a little bit. Okay. But WWE mishandled that for me too. How so? Who did Heyman leave with? Roman, mm-hmm. so he's he's not torn. He already made his decision. Okay, Brock's on the stairs. Roman's in the ring. Brock hops in the ring. I would have had Heyman right there in the middle, just like what you just did, looking at me and then looking at him because we both got long hair and we both pull it off well. You on the other hand, getting there. <laughs> you know why is your and, hand so greasy? <laughs> God damn! And I would have <laughs> cut the feed with less with Heyman in between the two. And you wait till Friday to see. And, and I wouldn't have Roman come out with Heyman. I wouldn't have Lesnar come out with him. I'd have Heyman come out alone and have both of them come out to him and see where his truth lies. And I wouldn't even. I would stretch that out until the match. Have him go both ways. Like just trying to figure out what's best. Because okay. this, this is a panic room situation and I just want to get out. Who, who's my best bet to get out with? But, but the way they. Shot the thing. I mean, on commentary, McAfee and Cole are doing a decent job of bringing up the fact that Heyman has history with Brock for the people that aren't watching. But that didn't go with what was on the TV. On the TV, mm. he went with he went with Roman. He already made up his mind. So there's first impressions, man. You don't get a second opportunity for first impressions. And this was the first time that out of all three guys, you could kind of sort of... Maybe fucking feel some sympathy for Paul. Because he's yeah. fucked if he does, and he's fucked if he doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they already will let that out. So they, to me, sent me the check. <laughs> and an Infinity Stone, we'll go back and do it over. <laughs> but, the green one. The green one, yeah. yeah. Because, damn. And that that felt like a knee-jerk reaction. That's a situation, to your point, you mentioned earlier, that's a situation where Vince can call Brock and say, hey, SummerSlam, two bras, and you go to Saudi with me, I'll give you 10 mil. Yeah. Done. That's it. Pull up a template from the last contract that they did that with the Saudi stuff. Yep. And, and, and done. Like, that could have been done. You, you could have saved, you could have, either one, you could have saved Brock for SmackDown. And have Becky be the one that punk Becky because of the situation. Punk was taken from us from circumstances beyond his control. Mm-hmm. Becky was taken from us from circumstances kind of beyond her control because they don't understand what fucking contraception is in Ireland. Mm-hmm. But you could have rivaled that if you pulled it off right. Hey, the Messiah wanted to bring his seat in. Hey, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, dude, the vision. <laughs> Oh my god! Like the the Embrace thing, it. the thing with, with Punk, your tongue. Oh my god! the 
the thing with Punk is that it was a moment. And the reason why it was a moment was because of all of the real life shit that went into Punk's departure for so long and him coming back. And that's what make it, it made it special. Brock and Becky, while they're two really big names, is big star power. You could argue that that Brock is bigger star power than even Punk. You you can argue that, and I'll I'll admit that. It wasn't a moment. There wasn't controversy. There wasn't this this appetite to have these these people come back the same way with Punk. So you weren't going to replicate it. If this was a knee jerk reaction, it was a stupid ass knee jerk reaction because you're not going to match this. Right. If it was not a knee jerk reaction, which is uh, that's why I really think it wasn't a knee jerk reaction. And the reason why is because of what I said before about fucking contracts with Brock and the fact that Becky's been trying to come back for the last couple of months. They're like, oh, we'll just save it to SummerSlam. Right. That's why I don't think it was. But you're not you're not going to replicate what happened on fucking Friday. You're not you're not going to replicate that. That's a once in a decade fucking thing. Right. Like maybe maybe even more than that. Like the punk coming back was that special. So if if something happens like that, that is that special. What I would have done is, hey Becky, I know we have you planned to come back at SummerSlam, but all this stuff happened with Punk. We don't want to just look like we're copying them or trying to knee jerk and this Let and that. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. We'll bring it back on SmackDown two weeks from now. Let let Bianca. Have Carmella have a decent little match. They boom. Then on SmackDown, have Carmella be like, well, Sasha's not here. I took care of Carmella. Who wants to go up with the EST? Bam! That's when Becky's music hits. And that builds to a feud, to a match, where you actually have fucking 20 minutes worth of wrestling. Even better, Bianca shouldn't have wrestled, shouldn't have defended her belt that night. What should have happened... Is out comes fucking Baron Corbin asking for money no. from the women's <laughs> champ. No, no, no. And Bianca gives him the kiss of death. Oh God, no! Because she's the EST, she could do that to a guy like <laughs> Baron mean, Corbin. She could. And then down on his luck, he ends up finding a poker chip on the street. And he goes <laughs> into the casino and turns that poker chip into a turnaround, into a come up to the Mars. Because Moon's already covered by somebody else. But he gone, you know? I mean, I guess. Oh, he is rolling high right now, so. He is. Any low, any highs from SummerSlam besides Lashley? Well, him leaving with the belt. I didn't see this, but I kept, I, I, I was told by both Arnold, you know, in in the live chat and also like, Aaron and Porsche that the match of the night from SummerSlam was uh, Seth versus Edge. I still haven't seen the match. I kind of wanted to watch it today, but you wanted me to watch other stuff. So we watched other stuff before we had to record. So I still haven't watched this match. And by other stuff, we stumbled on the Walking Dead episode where Negan kills fucking Abraham and Glenn. And we watched that. (laughs) No exceptions. No exceptions. (laughs) I hate to be this guy. But at times, SummerSlam last night reminded me of WrestleMania 25. How so? In the sense that Edge and Seth might not be as good as we think it is if it was surrounded by better matches on the card. Would Taker HBK1 be as good as it was if the rest of the pay-per-view was... Eh. 
Yeah. Okay. So Tinker HBK two was better than one. Yeah. It's a match. And WrestleMania twenty five sucked. <laughs> we were there. Were you there? I was there. You were there. We were all there. It sucked. God damn. We had one of the best WrestleManias here in Houston, and one of the worst WrestleManias here in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have that match as uh, this match as a match of the Edge Seth match of the week for me. Match That's of the week, the whole candidate week or pick candidate candidate. Okay, I That's okay. Candidate. I need to watch this. What made it so good? I like the storytelling of it. Yeah, the fact yeah. that I I for, literally forgot of when I was seeing the the promos. <laughs> I don't big enough. I don't know how to drink water apparently. So the, there's one person that knows about. Eh. I <laughs> so the the story about it. What I forgot about Edge is that his dark place was in the brood, back mm-hmm. when he used to do those random attacks and the blood bats. But kind of hated brood the, bats. Yes, I kind of hated that they couldn't do that. So, which going going this route to the point where you said when you were talking about right now about uh, how WWE could have held, held held off on Becky because they already did it in somewhere in some other place. Mm-hmm. It comes out that Gangrel was supposed to come out on Dynamite. On Dynamite, oh! And Tony Khan canceled it because the idea for Gangrel was gonna be the Brood kind of resurfacing, but in AEW with him and Christian, possibly, possibly. Oh. So when Edge did it, Tony Khan's like, "We can't do it." You yeah, know, it's like we can't, be copying, we can't copy. You know? Yeah, kind of sucks. But going back to that, the the whole match, the emphasis of Protecting the head, protecting the neck area, mm-hmm. and the fact that they took out the, they took out moves that, hell, I I forgot Edge did him. Yeah. And oh man, I, what? I, I what almost, did he do? I almost had a tear of joy when he when he um. So Seth was trying to give Edge the pedigree, and Edge countered it and turned it into a glam slam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. When he did the edge, he took out the execution, and then he took education. Out the, the education. Well, the Submission. other mission. Yeah. Which like one was the education? Pain, kind of. Oh. It's a mission. Oh, yeah. Kind of like a weird that. Indian deathlock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. And I his finisher was a crossface uh, sleeper. Yeah. Mm. So instead of pulling the neck back, he, he. Oh, dude, it looked good. It looked really good. Yeah. Uh, so I, that for me, when the whole storytelling went through and then the match, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm taking out of SummerSlam. Everything okay. else is like, man. If I, again, had I known it was going to be that good, or had they known it was going to be that good, that should have been higher up on the card than when it was. So it's like, what, the beginning of the third hour, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I hope they get their shit straight. And by that, I don't mean WWE. To round out the SummerSlam talk, did you hear about the fucking failures that that fucking stadium had? No. Concession stand. So what? here's an example. What happened? Their concession stands are cashless because of COVID. Their okay. their Wi-Fi was down and their concession stand system software was down, so they <laughs> couldn't take cash. They couldn't take card. They were just giving food away. What? Hot dogs and waters for yeah. everybody. Wow. And so when everybody's eating good, somebody's got to suffer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Toilets were backed up. <laughs> wow. All of them. It's like a Land Cruise. Oh and, my God! And really? They, they had, and I think the wife, some of the Wi-Fiers, there were issues with the pyro. They didn't have pyrotechnics at all at the fucking thing, other than the, the, 
the smoke stuff that they do for Becky and for Edge. You saw several people have it because that's all they had. They couldn't do. They they had some kind of issue going on. Mm. But uh, JoJo says it was a sewage backup. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. And officially, another weekend where NXT takes over WWE as far as quality. Take over 36. Go. Walter. <laughs> That's all I can think about right now. Walter. <laughs> My match of the week. Pick. Dragonoff versus Walter. Do it. Yep. The f- for me, the thing that kind of caught me out is Walter laid into him more. It brought the brutality that they did from our match of the year winner. We had one, right? No. no? Candidate. It was, it was a candidate. It came in like second place, right? Yeah. I think so. so Stadium Stampede mathematically won. True. Yeah. So it brought the brutality of the, the UK scene there. But then Dragonoff kind of overcame that of still showing that, hey, I can still take the best of you. And then him doing that classic story of small guy versus big guy bringing the big guy down. Mm-hmm. For me, the shock was just seeing him tap. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he had to do it here, but he did it. Yeah. So that, honestly, candidate was Seth and Edge. I would probably piggyback off your pick on that one, too. Pac Omega mathematically won match of the year last year. Oh, That's okay, what that was. okay. But it was in our top three, that one. Yeah. Out, of the, out of the six matches we saw last year, two matches got the most visceral reactions. Stadium Stampede because it was fun. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the murderage, the beheading without a, uh, with a blunt object, the fucking dragon off. Insert the Simpson meme. Yeah. <laughs> He's already dead. <laughs> I um, fed you this yes, specifically today. Yes. After you claimed that you thought you saw it yes. Monday. Um, I well yeah, Sunday. Sunday uh is is I had NXT on on the telly. But you weren't on. Uh, you're right. Yeah. I was distracted. I was doing a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, a long day. Whatever. You were at UWF. Uh UPW, but UPW, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um so it was on, I knew roughly what happened, but I didn't really actually put my peepers on it and really pay attention to, to the matchup until tonight. Um, I think I'll agree with you guys and say that this is the match of the week or weeks or, well, no, we did an episode last week. So yeah, match of the week. Hell yeah. <laughs> Making us fucking honest here with actually having a weekly show. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, match, match of the week. Definitely. Definitely match of the week. But I do think that part one was better. Um, but, but, not less. I think that this is so far the best NXT match we've seen this year. So I don't mind throwing this onto the match of the year list as our NXT entrant. Who is our who? Who's One, holding the spot? We don't have a spot. Two, we don't have. There's no NXT that holds that spot <laughs> until now. Until ladies now, ladies and gentlemen, and anyone in the middle. So for our NXT slice of the pie, so this far, right now, so far is match of the year. Walter Dragonoff two is in contention yes. on the ballot. So 
Damn. <laughs> Jump I in. thought we had something. No, play. there's no other NXT match that, that we've all agreed on to say, hey, this is a, it taking up the NXT spot. Because remember, this year we're doing it a little bit different. We're going by company. So which is the match of the year for each company? Right now, NXT has Walter versus Dragunov. So far, we have Osprey versus Sabre from the New Japan Cup quarterfinals. That's New Japan's pick. Yeah. Dr. Britt Baker. D-M-D. Thunder Rosa lights out match that main event to Dynamite. That's for AEW's candidacy so far. Sasha versus Bianca won, which was supposed to be won. WrestleMania, the main event at night won for the SmackDown Women's title. That's WWE's contribution. And now, well, Raw and SmackDown, main roster contribution. And now, Dragunov and Volta are added to the list. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said... I don't think that this is better than than part one. Uh, It's cleaner than part one. And it has a better story than part one. But part one was just uglier in a good way. It was just ugly. This match, the reason why I still like it, and I still think it's a match of the year contender, is because... Like I said, it's cleaner and it has a story. Now, you did bring up brutality. It wasn't devoid of brutality. It definitely had the brutality. But it didn't have the carnage and the the visceral reaction. It didn't get that out of me as the first one did. And I think the reason why is because of the story that they were telling. And the story makes fucking sense. I love the story. The story is Dragonoffs didn't really have as much of a game plan in one as he did in two in one it's i'm gonna put my head down and just move forward and try to overpower the beast and he's going to overpower me so it's like two rams just going to give going together and eventually the little ram is going to die right this this match was okay i know he's going to beat the shit out of me and he's just going to go forward full steam so i'm going to whoop and just let him go that way and i can grab onto the back of his neck and or chop it, and or or chop his thigh, or chop his wherever. And instead of maybe just doing strikes and chops, if I get mad, I use my anger, not to chop, but to basically do a feat of strength and hoist the big man up and slam him. There was a couple of times there where it was like chop, you motherfucker, <laughs> rah, boom, you know, like there was like two or three times where that happened. You know, which is a better response than chop, bitch, I'll chop you back. You know, and it it doesn't work against Walter. So he learned from match number one and he got the win in match number two by changing up his style a little bit. Walter was still full steam ahead. Just put my head down, do what I do and just try to whoop ass because I could whoop this kid's ass. But he had a better game plan and that's how he actually won it. So I, I, I like how ugly the first match was this match had a better story but it was also cleaner so it it was a better match but entertainment wise i was shocked and awed in the first match i would summarize the first walter dragunov match is probably the first four metallica albums you're going to need a special kind of taste to really <laughs> appreciate every song of the first four albums. Last night on uh, last weekend on Takeover, that was a black album. It was clean. It was polished. 
Everybody got some shine. More people are liking it, obviously, because it's in front of an audience compared to, like, the 10 or 12 people in the nightclub. And fucking, when the first four albums came out, now they're, like, on a stage. Now they're following SummerSlam. Now they get to be a part of, this is why NXT is better than WWE. This is why everyone in NXT is getting fired. Because of shit like that. And it, it just... It went, that um, stop, he's already dead meme, I didn't have that thought at all in a right, second match. Yeah. This was a lot more palatable. This is a match that I would entrust to have somebody that's fallen out of wrestling or doesn't know what it is that we watch now. Oh, I used to like Andre the Giant and Big Boss Man and Hulk Hogan and oh yeah, what's going on with wrestling now? Click. This one's better. <laughs> this one's easier to tolerate. This will yeah. bring someone in as opposed to kind of not in a negative way, but from a casual point of view, almost push them back out. Because that first one was raw as fuck. Yeah. And some people might not be ready for that. This one's a lot more palatable. Hell, and that's not a I not wasn't a ready for that. It's not a slight to this match. It's obviously on our fucking list for a reason. But this is more palatable yeah. for more people to watch. But that, that first one was more... They had more liberty to do and that. The, and the first one was unexpected. Yes. That's the biggest no, part. Yeah. Sleeper. Yeah. No one saw that first one coming. Half of y'all didn't even watch NXT UK. I didn't even know who Dragunov was. Exactly. I was watching it here and there. But when I when I saw like... The clips? The clips, I was like, holy shit. Let me go back. Yeah. Because it reminds me... It For me, it reminds me... Um, Walter reminds me of the British Ishii. Yes. So I was like, okay... Yeah, I got that guy there. Austrian? Yes. Austrian. <laughs> um, JoJo says, I hate the Black Album. <laughs> they, I knew there was a reason why we're not really good friends. That, that, yeah. Go listen to Megadeth. <laughs> Give me a downer from TakeOver. Because I've got one that's like right at the top of the list. I can't tell you. Yeah, you you need to help me out because again, I tried to watch most of NXT, but I didn't. I I didn't even catch the first thirty minutes. No one did. Oh, (laughs) my biggest disappointment. It hurt. It was it was like at the core of my being. Samoa Joe's performance. Oh, go back and watch that match within like sixty seconds. He's breathing heavy. His mouth's wide open. He's he, he. he had no cardio or conditioning whatsoever. You could tell. Mm. And it was to the point that he was starting to get a little sloppy with Cross. That I actually felt a little bit of sympathy for Cross. Like, I hope he just get, don't get fucked up because Joe wasn't ready for this. Because mm. Joe looked out of it. And the finish was very lackluster. But then again, I mean, you, you can't top fucking Jeff Hardy. <laughs> can't top Jeff Hardy on Raw in two minutes. So, but I just... I hope you get. I hope that was the wake up call, and he's he's right now on the on the coming bike at the PC. Yeah. What you, you think know? about him busting out the, the the muscle buster? Oh, he did. It's safe. Oh, cool. I'm glad he hit it right. Um, I didn't. I again, I didn't see Cross losing by submission to Joe, but fuck again, man. I don't want to be that guy. I'm gonna fucking say it. His debut on Raw fucking killed any interest I had in him, That's, and it weighs yeah. down. I'm surprised yeah. I watched yeah. the fucking match live. Honestly, I'm surprised because it was probably because of my my amorous for Joe, but my ominous for fucking Cross at this point it's like outweighs it almost. Honestly, I'm still thinking, what the hell? Where's Scarlett? What happened to her? Yeah, but like if she's training to be a wrestler, 
why couldn't they show glimpses of that when she was there? Yeah. But, hey. I don't know what you do with him on the main roster because he's obviously there. I mean, you don't, don't, reject. you don't do what you're doing now with him. I mean, shit. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't. He, he, he looks dumb. With, without Scarlett, he's really losing something. I, I think it was Arnold that said in our, our chat, they posted a, like a tweet or something that somebody said, like, oh, the, the IWC, um, oh, you're, you're burying Cross and we want Cross, but also the IWC, where's Scarlett? And like it's supposed to be a ha ha like oh you're you're disrespecting Cross by chanting we want Scarlet. I think that's part of the burial of Carrying Cross. You got rid of Scarlet. Now I'm not saying that Scarlet is just a prop, but Scarlet and Cross together were such a good compliment. And it's not just because of the boobs. Okay, the presentation yeah. is not Cross. The presentation yeah. is the entrance, the fog, the theme. His valet singing his lip syncing his song because she's actually singing the song on the yeah. track. It's everything was a package deal. And to yeah. me, the fact that they're like really a couple actually even helped a little bit too because it's like. It's like Macho and Elizabeth, man. I mean, I'm not saying that it's exactly the same, but it's it lends a little bit more to it. Like, this dude is a fucking badass, but he has a badass chick that's with him, and they're just going to watch each other's back no matter what. And, and he goes full the, evil if somebody fucks with his girl. And she's even kind of full evil. So it's like it's like the, the nega... Uh, 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 Macho and Elizabeth, right? So it's like Macho and Elizabeth. Oh man, they're so beautiful. They're so oh, this is this is the best. But then you got it's the Macho evil and Elizabeth side. from NWO. Yeah. Oh god, this is the evil Dressed side. In black. Oh fuck, you know, and it, it's part of the whole presentation of both of them together. Yeah. And losing Scarlet, just it's not the same. And now that it's you're Steve Austin it, without beer. Yeah. Well, you saw what happened. It's the Rock without the five hundred dollars shirts like how they did Bobby Roode. No more glorious. Yeah. Yeah. That was his calling card. Yeah. It's Kurt Angle that, that, without the medals. That's on the list of, oh, this is what we're going to change from NXT to the main roster in the attempt of making you better when, in fact, it's making them not better. Right. Mm-hmm. Was that Adam Cole's last match in WWE, NXT? I mean, I hope so. I'm going to reload y'all while y'all keep going. Go. I hope so because... WWE is making it harder and harder for me to like WWE. And I'm not like one of these these people that are on the internet that's trying to like force a war between the WWE fans and the AEW fans. But the simple truth is right now, I like AEW more than I like WWE. That's just the truth. And it's not because I'm just going to be some blind fanboy. If AEW starts fucking up and WWE starts getting better, yeah, I'm going to go with the one I like a little bit more. You know, that's that's just the simple truth of it. I mean, 2005, I liked TNA more than I liked the WWE. That's the simple truth. They had their flaws, too. I'm not saying that they Ex- were perfect. Exactly. I don't think AEW is perfect at all, either. Oh, every match has 15 kickouts and goes through a commercial break. I'm already getting anesthetized to it. Still, that's nothing compared to <laughs> having your black champion lose to a Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Killing, uh, carrying cross. With his weak-ass Mad Max impersonation or whatever BDSM he's trying to do. Yeah. It just looks dumb. Merchandise. That's what Vince is thinking. I get it. But, like, you could still sell... You could sell fucking... 
all the shit that he was already wearing, he could you could already sell his fucking uh, action figures. You, you could sell a two pack with him and Scarlet and charge double because you get two action figures, right? So okay, Wait, so dude. you get an extra fucking helmet that fucking little Jimmy's gonna run around with, looking like a fucking weirdo. When <laughs> unless it's like the viewfinder and you see nothing but Scarlet's boobs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quick. you really want that gimp mask to be the fucking to- to- toy that you see at Toys R Us? Really? That's the <laughs> the marketing and the merchandising you're gonna do. That's the excuse, so you could. So you- no, that shit ain't gonna be at Toys R Us. That's gonna be at fucking Carmen's. That's where that's gonna be. <laughs> Jimmy got into mommy's closet again. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Carrie Cross keep moving? <laughs> Mom, this is a funny-looking lightsaber. It shakes. <laughs> it's not the noise that Luke Skywalker makes it make. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Fucking love works. <laughs> Rampage tomorrow. Yeah. Lucha Bros versus Jurassic Express. The winners get to face the Young Bucks inside a steel cage for the tag titles at All Out. I'm rating them or yeah. you can if you want. I'm at an eight. Um the reason why I'm not at a nine or a ten is because I'm pretty convinced that Jurassic Express is gonna win this so they could get their rematch and they earned it instead of just like, oh well you lost and you get another rematch kind of thing. So I, I, I think it's pretty obvious Jurassic Express is gonna win it. I wanna be the Odd one out and say it's gonna be a DQ. We're gonna have a triple threat. Oh, all six of them in the cage. Oh, I like that. I'm at an eight for as respectable slash almost family that Jungle Boy and Phoenix were those those moments outside the ring and doing the tandem stuff i'm expecting that to fall apart real quick and we and i'm with you there has to be a way that this is a triple threat match it can't be it can't just be the lucha bros because we already had that at fucking at all in no at at an all out for the triple a titles it was a ladder match no or double or nothing we've already had them already just the four of them it makes sense since Jungle Boy and Jurassic Express somehow lost their tag title match at fucking Rampage the first night, that first episode. Yeah. No, it was here in Houston. Yeah, that. Yeah, I'd have fucking I'd have all of them in there. So I've got a I've got a Smos finish, and we're putting all of them in the in the fucking cage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ty Conti versus the Bunny. Six. I like Ty Conti. I like the bunny. I don't really care about this particular matchup. It's going to be a whatever matchup for me. I got it at six, and I think I got Anna coming back. Anna J? Yeah. Yeah? So who's the other girl in the Hardy family office besides the bunny? Or is it just the bunny? It's just the bunny. Huh. I've got it at a six also. I've got... got, um, I've got Tay winning this. Bunny jumps her, and then that's how we get Conti. Uh, that's how we get Anna J. Back. Anna J. Okay. Sidebar. I think it's the girls, both Anna J. and Ty Conti, 
that are going to be trying to keep trying to keep the Dark Order together because they're falling okay. out right now yeah. through some of the segments and the Hangman stuff. He hasn't come back since. I think the girls try to hold it together until Hangman shows up and restores some kind of peace. Hmm. Even if they decide to just go their own way, at least they did it with the intention done. Their mission was to get Hangman back in the title picture. Their mission was to have him face his fears and face his his losses and and overcome them. And with Paige getting the title shot when he comes back, they can go in peace and do their own shit. I like what you're saying, but you're wrong. Prove me wrong. I hope you're right, but you're not. Um, Anna Jay is going to come back, attempt to help Ty Conte to overcome the odds, win the match, whatever, but accidentally costs heard the match that starts the rift between those two so the divide is further down in the uh in the dark order so they're not the two that are holding it together they're also splitting and breaking apart and that crack in that liberty bell is getting bigger and bigger hmm. and it'll either be hangman coming back that br- brings it all together or they will split or Bray will show up and, and somehow turns darker, or t- turns half of them darker. You know, takes takes fucking evil Uno and like turns him even eviler, and does some shit. I don't know. Omega and Brandon Cutler against Christian Cage and Kazarian. Ah, <laughs> I can't stand Brandon Cutler. Um, and I think that's a good thing because they're heels, right? But I can't stand that fucker. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a tag. It's a mishmash tag team match with the top star and then the not top star. And I'm not buying Kazarian as the elite hunter because he hasn't really hunted a whole lot of them. Like he comes out and shoes them away after all the fucking shit is said and done. Like that's all he does. He hasn't fucking whooped one of their asses. He hasn't taken one of them out. He's just he, he's just an elite hunter in title. So I'm not buying it. So I'm at a five uh at the elite win. They buried the elite hunter when Gallows pinned him one, two, three when they went that the, the, the dynamite stuff. Yeah. I would have had he's him He's so much of a hunter as Elmer Foot is. Oh, where Fudd never got bunny right. At least he pulls the trigger. Um, But he never got Bugs Bunny. I would have him be um, the elite. I would have had him be the elite hunter six months ago and have Kazarian feud with fucking Kenta. Ooh. That would have been interesting. That would have been fresh. That could have elevated both the guys. Him now after that loss and him, he, let's be real, guys. He's never winning the, the world title, is he? No. He's not. He's never winning the Impact title, is he? Ah, uh, maybe he could. Yeah. He could. He does have history in that company, so yeah. He could, but it's unlike long shot. Long, long shot. shot. Yeah. So there's well, yeah. I'm not I'm, Kazarian. He's all right, but nah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Love Kazarian. Loved him in the past. He was uh, on a couple of our episodes. Mm-hmm. We interviewed him live in San Antonio backstage at Ring of Honor. Great guy. Love him to death. He's on the downswing of his of his career. He's a close star. He's not a star. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's sad because his trajectory right now reminds me of. Uh, I wonder if I get his name right. Joshi Yoshitatsu from uh, SmackDown. 
Yes. You remember back when he was in ECW? Yeah. Yeah. You remember when he left and he went to New Japan? Yeah, and he got his neck broke by AJ? Yeah. And guess what gimmick they gave him? What? The Elite Hunter. Huh? Well, the Bullet Club Hunter for him. Oh. And he was somebody that was getting squashed left and right. Mm. And that's what Kazarian is right now. Okay. Okay. So it's like, for me, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh. Saturday, NWA Empower. Okay. All women. I forgot. Oh, okay. Triple threat. They have enough of those? Diamante, Kylie Ray, Chick Tormenta. Who? Exactly. I don't know either. Okay. Uh, <laughs> two. Yeah. Four. Okay. I got to say four. D- Diamante wins, I guess? Diana Diana Perrazzo is defending the Impact Knockouts title against Melina. What? Melina? Give me a number. Six. I got a five. Okay. Seven. Perrazzo's been winning me over lately. She's collecting belts too. She's got the AAA women's title. That's the five. For me. Uh, Melina's none of it. Melina, I haven't seen her in the There's half different girls that do the splits now. Half a dozen girls do the split now. Melina's like, oh, yeah, well. I've got Deanna still winning this. Yeah, Deanna's winning. Layla Hirsch from AEW. Okay. Against Camille for the NWA Women's Championship. Six? I got a seven. I'm at a seven, too. Um, I caught glimpses of the triple threat between Camille, Thunder Rosa, and um, I forget who the third girl was. But they were both short. And Camille, obviously, is, she's, she's stacked like a house. Serena? And, um, yes! Thank you. Thunder Rosa, Serena Deep, and, and um, Camille. And she worked just as well with Thunder Rosa being almost half her height. That she did with Serena Deeb, who was a little bit taller. Um, I doubt that not even five foot Layla Hirsch is going to make give Camille a tru- trouble as far as putting a match together. Mm-hmm. It's going to look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, I'd be surprised to see if Layla gets put over in a loss. If she can show her shit, her like Roman Greco wrestling style against Camille and actually raise her worth. That being said, Camille's winning this hoe. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hands down. He's, she's winning it. Uh, Raw. Lashley and Sheamus. Versus who? No. Lashley versus Sheamus. Oh. <laughs> they had a tag match last Monday. Uh, Lashley walked out on Sheamus. He got the whooping. Yeah. So Lashley versus Sheamus this Monday on Raw. Okay. Six. Four. Lashley wins. Uh Seven? I mean, if Lashley's looking for new contenders, Lashley versus Sheamus would be fun. Yeah. Sheamus could take it. Sheamus still wearing that mask? Yeah. That's a buzzkill for me, too, a little bit. It's not, it wouldn't be as much of a buzzkill as if he didn't, if, or somebody didn't write Celtic Warrior on it. So fucking... <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah. Money. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're gonna market that too. Oh, oh they yeah, cause, a yeah, cause fucking I, dog. Yeah, because because I, I see all the Make a Wish kids at ringside wearing Seamus's mask. Yeah. Um, John Morrison against the Miz. 
Eight. Seven. Seven and a half. I'm in the middle. I hope Morrison wins this. He didn't win it the last time they did this. I'm hoping Morrison finally pulls one out over the Miz. I'm not sure if the um, America's Moist Wanted is a gimmick that'll get him to that next level that he's been missing in his entire wrestling career up to this point. But if he can make it work, maybe they'll let him do something. Do you guys want to see him go back to the parkour gimmick he was doing? I mean, it could be a part of him. It doesn't need to be his whole gimmick, but that could be a part of him. Give me Johnny Mundo. Yeah, sure. Um, Johnny Universe. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) Johnny Universe. I think that he's never gotten to that level that he could be. And if he doesn't get it, man, he's running out of opportunities and years to do that. He's going to be basically where Ziggler is at some point if they don't actually strike at some point with that iron. Now, the iron's not completely hot, but it's not completely cold either. You could warm that bitch up, and you, you could make it into something. And to be honest, Miz doesn't need it. If Miz loses to Morrison to help elevate Morrison... He's still a top heel. He's still a main man. Yeah. yeah. He's still going down to the fucking WWE Hall of Fame. You know? Uh, he may only have the championship twice, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not losing stock. He's not losing his value. If we're being honest for a second... What do you think is keeping Morrison? I don't know. Opportunity? Maybe politics? Maybe just somebody? What is he missing? Do I you don't bring, think... Do you bring up Monet and team them up together? Like, no. No. I wouldn't. Unless you have Seth and Becky on the same show. Or even at that, if you split up Street Profits and put Bianca in. Yeah. Or man, I think he has all the tools and has had all the tools to be a top guy in whatever promotion he's in. He proved that at Lucha Underground. He proved that in fucking uh, uh, TNA. He yeah, Impact. That at ECW. Yes, he can be the top guy. WWE on, on the main yeah. on the main roster WWE. He could be the top guy. All he needs is the right uh, uh, person to be feuding against, and he needs the right. Uh, uh, storyline. Somebody that actually gets behind him backstage and gives him a push and advocates for him and gives him good fucking storylines. That's the only thing he's missing. It's kind of the same like with guys like Ziggler, right? Ziggler's never gotten there, but he, maybe he peaked uh, and was at the top of the mountain, but quickly went back down. But it's just because it just never happened for him storyline-wise, politicking-wise. Honestly, that if that's the case, then there's no better person than the Miz. To do that. To get him there? To get yeah. him to that? Yeah. I agree that. You can push him forward. Miz can afford a loss. He will, his character's still not going to change. Yeah. He could cut a promo after the loss and get that heat back up. Oh, yeah. Miz could lose a bunch. Now, not like every fucking week. But Miz could, Miz could lose and still be a hated heel. That can elevate other people. Elevate other talent. Ele- hot elevate other, coming. Other baby faces. Yeah. Hot take. Hot kick. If I'm not mistaken, isn't uh, Morrison the first tough enough winner ever? No. Like the original show? I thought Maven was the first tough enough winner. Or wasn't he on tough enough? He was, he was on, on the second enough. one, and he was like runner-up or some shit, right? Yeah. Something like that. I wouldn't necessarily have him win the title, but I would, I would have Morrison maybe win the Rumble. 
And you can highlight his career of him being a tough enough competitor from the early 2000s. And him going, just like McIntyre and Lashley, he had to get better by going out in Lucha Underground and going go to the Temple and going to the Impact Zone and, and doing all this to raise his stock a little bit. And have that promo package that shows that he's actually a... a I, I forget the word. He would basically be the, the first homegrown talent to become champion. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think any tough enough winners we they've had in the past have lasted, mm-hmm. or even become champions. Well, I guess it really depends what you mean by homegrown. Because if you look at like NXT, well, no, not even Prince Devitt. You know, because I was no, about to say because he's been in the big tenured, the most tenured super yeah. that he's a tenured superstar because he's been in wrestling twenty years. And he it started look at like, tough enough. He doesn't fucking yeah. look like it, but yeah. it started at tough enough. And build those promo packages. He was in that class with that promo with Triple H uh, talking shit to them. Yeah. If I remember right. Back when they used to be like on MTV or something like that. Yeah, that's the tough enough that I'm remembering. Hmm. Where you can build that he has this tenure that he actually has this on his resume. And the only thing that he's missing... Is, exactly. fuck, is 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 a heavyweight championship run in WWE. He loses, gets money in the bank maybe later, but at least you test the waters to see. Again, if WrestleMania is two nights, or if you got 16 different championships you're defending at WrestleMania, <laughs> he doesn't have to end the show, but you test the waters by putting him in that kind of match with that kind of buildup to see if fans will actually hook because to he, it. Even at that, he's he, WWE can even play it the way they play AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar. This is a man that has won a championship somewhere else. Just like Styles has been the Impact, has been New Japan. Mm-hmm. Freaking John Morrison has been Lucha Underground, uh, Impact, AAA, you know, yeah. one more. I guess he has to go to Japan and win that one and then come back. <laughs> eight belt in Japan, yeah. Uh, Eva Marie versus Dewdrop is also happening on Raw. I am actually a little excited for this because, good, maybe we're going to have Dewdrop break away from you and Marie permanently, and we actually get something out of her. So uh, I'll say that I'm at a seven, because uh, even though I'm excited, I'm also a little leery. Cause, <laughs> it's WWE. Yeah, it's WWE, yeah. and Dewdrop could just fucking lose and then we never see her again and they're like oh we, we got rid of six her six weeks later oh Piper Devin comes back in the NXT UK Sky Stadium sports yeah. place yeah junk so well, I don't know still there <laughs> moistomania god damn it Jojo uh, but yeah yeah I, I, I want to see Dewdrop win this I hope Dewdrop wins this but I'm picking Eva because it's WWE I got it at a five um I I got used to seeing Piper Nevin, not okay. Dewdrop. Right. Yeah. So the name kind of like she's been in two it. Royal Rumbles as Piper Nevin. Yeah. So I don't understand why she's they're doing this to her now. Unless she wins and drops the name. Yeah. yeah. That'll be something. But then I got shenanigans and I got Bliss interfering one way or another with Lily. Yeah, but Bliss is uh, calling out now Charlotte. Bliss is now. calling out Charlotte. That's interesting. Bliss is gonna lose like a mofo, but the buildups <laughs> might be might be kind of interesting. No, nah, Charlotte needs to lose that belt so that she can win it back again and start padding that count so she can beat oh. her daddy's 
<laughs> her, her daddy's uh, record. NXT on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. LA Knight against Johnny Gargano. Yes, that's actually happening. <laughs> Seven. I could be at an eight if I feel like it had more time in the oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's six. I just want to make sure that I'm not putting hyping myself up to like <sighs> above six too. I mean, same because reason. I know I know what your Garland could do, but I still haven't seen a lot of LA Knight. You know, this so. could be the official turning point of Gargano actually going face again, mm-hmm. because you're booing LA Knight, obviously, and the backstage skits are humorous, so yeah. you can't help but like. The whatever idiocy that the parents are doing to the kids. Yeah, you lost one. You left one at the fire station, and the other one's dating some crazy ass mofo. Parenting, it happens. Marrying that's why, one. That's why I don't have any. That too. Yeah, marriage. Yeah, they. They'll learn. They'll learn. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly against Duke Hudson. Uh, six. I mean, I like Duke Hudson. Uh, I kind of wanted him to go a little bit further in the tournament, if not win the tournament, the, the breakout tournament. Um, I don't know. I love Kylo, but I don't understand why these two are wrestling at this point. So Kylo's winning. Is this just a thrown together mm-hmm. match? Yeah, five, five. Kylo's gonna chop this tree down. He'll <laughs> overcome it. But since you mentioned it, mm-hmm. did you like the, the the finals? Carmelo uh, Carmelo Hayes against Odyssey Jones. I wish I paid a little bit more attention to the match. That 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 also was a match that just happened and it was on the tv i wasn't necessarily paying attention to it uh i was a little surprised that carmelo won it and i was like whoa wait huh oh shit okay and then when they showed the replays that it was like that crucifix kind of flash pin i was like yeah. what that's smart oh okay cool uh th- i hope that doesn't mean that's the last we see odyssey I mean, we're still seeing Duke Hudson, so I guess that might be mean that that's good for Odyssey because. Honestly, I kind of want to see more of Odyssey than I do with Carmelo. Yeah. You know? Does that mean Carmelo faces Samoa Joe? Carmelo faces a champion. Whenever oh, he chooses. So he doesn't know when. But he said he's not ready for that right now. He doesn't know when. Which I like. You just got there, mofo. You ain't ready for, the, you ain't ready for, this, for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't rush it. Take your time. Learn your opponents. See their strengths and weaknesses. I'll, I'll throw this out there. Because I paid enough attention and I was looking at some of these guys during the tournament. The finals was a match we candidate. Depending okay. on what else was on the well, on the contention, it could have gotten somewhere. Probably not match of the year, but it was it was one of the better segments slash matches on that last episode of NXT that, that aired on Tuesday. Um I'm kinda glad Carmelo won because Odyssey has been having like runs for his matches. So he's had shorter, smaller, quicker guys like Carmelo Hayes. So it, it actually made sense for Carmelo to be like, oh, this is how big man took out people my size. This is how I'm going to counter it. Mm-hmm. And he found the perfect moment to actually like pull the trigger and, and pull a fast one. He technically didn't beat Odyssey Jones. He survived. He pinned. He survived him and pinned him, basically. Yeah. But he didn't beat him. You know, Who knows? Maybe they could run that back. Start a little program between the two in the meantime. While the title picture gets a little more murkier and figure out what you're going to do. Um, they're building up fucking war games. Ciampa versus Rich Holland. I don't know. I'm not sold on Rich Holland yet. Well, he's been gone for a year. Yeah. 
broke his I'm leg. not there yet. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Got to see what he comes back with. I kind of feel like that's a step down for Ciampa and that they've been kind of forgetting Ciampa a little bit. They're, uh, from the opening promo that Joe came out and threw out the challenge, it's looking like we're getting Joe, Ciampa, and MSK against Pete Dunn's four-man group. All right. So only Lurkin, Danny Birch, Rich Holland in War Games, four on four. It'll be interesting to see Samoa Joe in there. MSK, if you thought the tag teams that have been in that in that War Games before were bouncing around, MSK is going to turn that into a fucking fucking jumpy house, bouncy house, <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, that that actually, I think that'd be pretty cool to see them in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Roderick Strong's got another open challenge. Really? Yeah. Oy. I don't know who'd be <laughs> against. There's not that many people in the 205 yeah. class left. Unless they do pull the trigger on uh, Kushida. They've been wanting to do strong Kushida for a bit. That's what they're pushing storyline-wise on television for the title. In a haste, in a rush, I didn't write down the matches that are happening for next this Wednesday's Dynamite, so I'm fucking... Oh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. We've done... We've done enough. Yeah. We've done enough. Um, yeah. You want to tell them about your last weekend? So... Part of the reason why I didn't really watch NXT and the reason I didn't watch SummerSlam is because I had a lot of ring announcing to do this past weekend. On Saturday during SummerSlam, we had DZW. On uh, Sunday, before NXT, it was an afternoon show. It was at 3 o'clock. was uh, UPW. Uh, the next DZW show is on September the uh, 18th, which happens to be my birthday. The next... UPW show is September 4th. Uh, that's going to be in Baycliff, the Baycliff uh, uh, Firefighter um, Station. Fire Station. That's what they call those. Fire Station. Baycliff Fire Station. <laughs> uh, which, that was a really cool venue the last time we were there. It was pretty awesome. They just take all the fire trucks out of the big bay where they park the fire trucks and you just set up a ring right there. It was pretty fucking cool. So what if a fire actually happens? Well, they still have the trucks operable. They're just in the parking lot and they just <laughs> they go just out. Bail. But how, <laughs> where do the fire? Do the firemen slide down into the ring? No, they're no, they're outside there by the trucks, but watching the show. So if they get a call, they just whoo. Well, while we were there this last time, uh, one of the ambulances had to take off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so when I, like we this had our like, fucking ring. Here comes the pain, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was pretty Throw fucking. Into the ambulance. It was pretty fucking. So which badass. wrestler on your roster has the motorcycle that falls apart? When you <laughs> I don't know. Oh my uh, god, that yeah. would have been a good, a good probably way to, later. to win a match. Throw him in there. Tell him to drive. One, two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be pretty cool, man. That'd be awesome. Um, and yeah, the uh, the DZW show is again. Uh, uh brookshire texas uh so at the hangar unity center again just like how we have been the last few shows so uh yeah come on out um i hear that duperon is actually defending the upw cruiser or excuse me no is that junior heavyweight no they have cruiserweight sorry i get him confused because one's a cruiser one's junior heavyweight the cruiserweight upw cruiserweight championship he's going to be defending it against afro man uh so that's going to be a great match though they are both pretty good uh wrestlers here in texas is that just the name or is it an actual blunt object oh no he's got he's got a big old fro with a little pick and everything afro man yeah 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 the mark simpson of uh 
Yeah. Nah, he's cool, man. <laughs> he's really awesome. So that's going to be a, a good matchup. And we had um, uh, Jesse Logan defend the UPW um, Heavyweight Championship uh, in a, basically a street fight against uh, Muerte Silencioso. They fought all over the Texas City Live Bar and Grill. Uh, and by the way, we are now on the uh, Max Sports TV app. So just go into your smartphone and look for Max Sports Wait. TV. <laughs> yeah. He made well, it big time. Not, not oh, us, the UPW, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you just go in there, you download it, and you can watch UPW shows there. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was being streamed live on uh, this past weekend. Look at you. Uh, yeah, it was pretty We might need a replacement because cool. Abel's, like, going to the moon. Oh, yeah. Well, and I'm we're not, still down here. I'll never, forget, yeah. I'll never forget you little people. No. Yeah. We're taller than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was talking about. Show how little we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so pretty cool. Hector, where are you traveling to these days? <laughs> <laughs> My traveling days are done for this year. Oh, yeah. Nice. So yeah. So you can count on you for next week, huh? What? <laughs> he said, "Hold on." Next hold week's on. our go home for all out. All sure. out preview. Well, actually, no. I have to see what's on the schedule. Check what your right. Friday looks like. Well, he has to check and see if the if the missus is going to be at a work event. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only Very reason true. why we got him today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it, it, man. That's it. Well, then, adios, my friends. Keep it classy. Damn, this dad like the river. Flow so cold, need ice to deliver. Drop so hard like a rock. Dad don't stop. So damn clean, he a mop. Sugar cane, down with the main. Dad so sweet that his nickname Candy. Y'all been gone for a minute. Dad vibe bounce to the finish. I can get with that. Can't live with him. That's what she said. Oh. Mm. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Or in Abel's case, that's what he said? Boy. Cuando está listo, güey. No hay prisa. No, I know. I mean, I got to... I don't know why this is a surprise to you. I do this every time. I, somebody's got to promote the show. It's like you get slower every week. Oh, my God. Shut the hell up, Chris. <laughs>
<clears throat> I'm getting my liver in shape for uh, Chicago oh. in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. You're going to the, uh, just to enjoy the city, or? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the way I see it. Road trip to San Antonio. How long does that take? Three hours? Three and a half hours? Yeah. How much are you spending on gas? Round trip? Depends. 40, 50 bucks? <laughs> yeah. Boom. Did you see how much I spent for that ticket? 30 bucks, right? 30 bucks? 38. So- 38. 38. Round trip, nonstop. Same thing if I would have done, sat in the car. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land in Chi-Town. I'm going to catch me a lift. <laughs> and I'm going to go straight to Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> and nice. do a little shoplift. I mean, shopping spree. <laughs> Some deep dish at Uno's. Hell yeah. And then... Um, Lagunitas Brewery, now that they're open again, yeah. and just drink. And then Revolution Brewery, just drink. And then probably go back to Lagunitas and drink, drink more. some more. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep it off, wake up the next morning, come back home. Oh. All right. And then That's you drink some more. <laughs> come back and drink some more. It's like you never, uh, you never stop drinking. Nah, never. <laughs> <laughs>